You're listening to the Pharmacy Podcast Network. If you or your patients struggle with muscle cramps, spasms, soreness, or restless leg syndrome, you're going to want to hear about our non-opioid TheraWorks Relief. TheraWorks Relief is a clinically proven and published locally acting topical solution that prevents and relieves muscle cramps, spasms, and soreness in the legs and feet. In a research study including patients diagnosed with restless leg syndrome, TheraWorks Relief was shown to reduce symptoms commonly associated with accompanying RLS, including muscle cramps and spasms. Muscle cramps are reported as a side effect of hundreds of prescription medications, from intravenous iron sucrose and conjugated estrogens to statins and diuretics. By managing muscle cramps, TheraWorks Relief supports adherence, helping patients stay on important and often life-saving medications. TheraWorks Relief comes in an easy-to-use, fast-absorbing, non-greasy foam that can prevent muscle cramps and spasms with just a few simple applications a day. To learn more about TheraWorks Relief, go to theraworksrelief.com and click on the Healthcare Professional link. Welcome to the Income Outcome Show, a podcast publication part of the Pharmacy Podcast Network. The Income Outcome Show is dedicated to pharmacists, pharmacy technicians, pharmacy students, and all pharmacy professionals interested in maximizing their income and providing insights into living a financially free lifestyle. All matters discussed during this podcast are for informational purposes only. Opinions expressed herein are solely those of Waypoint Strategic Advisors, LLC, and our editorial staff. Material presented is believed to be from reliable sources. However, we make no representations as to its accuracy or completeness. All information and ideas should be discussed in detail with your individual advisor prior to implementation. The presence of this podcast shall in no way be construed or interpreted as a solicitation to sell or offer to sell advisory services to anyone. Waypoint Strategic Advisors, LLC, is not affiliated with or endorsed by any government agency and are not engaged in the practice of law. Content should not be viewed as an offer to buy or sell any of the securities mentioned or as legal or tax advice. You should always consult an attorney or tax professional regarding your specific legal or tax situation. And now here are your hosts of the Income Outcome Show, Ben Coakley with Waypoint Strategic Advisors and Joe Castleman with Pharmacist Financial. Welcome to the Income Outcome Show on the Pharmacy Podcast Network. This is Ben Coakley with uh, your other, your co-host, Joe Castleman. Say hi, Joe. Hi. How's everybody doing today? All right, man. All right, Joe. Hope the weather's good there in Dallas, man. It's been raining like a uh, cats and dogs here in the uh, south. How about you? Yeah, it's not raining currently, but it's... uh... Probably the temperature is going to change about 20 degrees in the next hour. That's, That's how it goes here. Unbelievable. That's Dallas for you. If you've ever been yep. to Dallas, you can, you can go out in a polo and you end up coming back in in a parka yeah, um, it's, within 20 <laughs> minutes. Um, so, yeah, Joe, what are we talking? Are we talking about benefits today? Yeah, benefits, uh, maximizing benefits, both from the employee and uh, the also the owner standpoint. Oh yeah, that, that's great, man. That's great. I know. Uh, I know this uh, month. I think it's National Employee Benefits Month, and uh, there's a lot of time being spent right now on on employee benefits, Joe. Uh, so let's start from the employee's perspective, Joe. Let's start with that one. Okay. Um, we'll let you go first. Uh, if I'm an employee, what's the first thing that I need to do? Uh, in order to um, start really addressing my benefits? Ben, it's quite simple, and I see this all the time, and I'm, I'm sure most people out there listening can, can relate. First thing is you got to understand what benefits are available. Um, most, most pharmacists that I talk to, you know, they see a list of benefits once a year during open enrollment, and they may f- look through it briefly, but they don't really understand what the benefits are. And so I would say the very first thing, Ben, is you got to learn what's available. 
Yeah, Joe, and how do you do that? I mean, can you just go to the employer and say, hey, what's available here? Can you get me more info? Can you request a meeting with the particular advisor that's offering the benefits? How would you go about doing that? Well, I've seen a little bit of both. Ideally, the owner knows the benefits pretty well, but probably, and, and you could probably answer this better, Ben, the owner probably has resources to educate the employee, uh, whether it's a website or, or a particular advisor that may be on hand to answer questions. Um, but for the most part, there is a lot of information available. I think, Ben, most people just don't take the time initially to, to look through it. Yeah, Joe, I agree with that. I think, um, I think everybody who's listening here, if you've got a benefits package at work uh, and you haven't seen the advisor or whoever the provider is, yeah. go, go, to, go to your owner, go to the boss and say, hey, I want, a meeting, I want a meeting with that advisor to yeah. I want to truly understand what this is and have him give you his or her contact info and set up a time. Yeah. And then, you know, the challenge is, is a lot of times the open enrollment happens and, you know, a client will reach out to me and it's like two days before the deadline and they, they have to sign up for something. And so that's part of the challenge is be a little bit more proactive and say, okay, we know open enrollment's coming or we, we have what, four or six weeks of open enrollment. Take that time and, and use the resources. They're there for your benefit. I mean, the benefits are, are for the employee. Yeah, Joe, and when is open enrollment kind of end of the year or is it just when the plan renews? How's that work? I've seen it in both cases. Usually it's, it's towards the end of the year or the start of the year, but I have seen it where it's kind of mid-year. Um, the, the challenge, Ben, is that you may, you may elect to, to not sign up for one particular benefit and then halfway through the year, you may need that benefit or realize you want that and you can't get it or you have to wait another six months or eight months before open enrollment. So that's the challenge. I think being proactive, I would say towards the end of the year is the most common. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, I do. And I think the opportunity is to get ahead of this. We've talked yeah. a lot about creating a plan for success. Yeah. There's a great saying and it says failing to plan is planning to fail. Absolutely. And, and I really like that. And, and no matter where you are in your life in pharmacy, whether you're an employee, and we're going to talk about the employer side of it here in a little while, it doesn't matter where you are, you've got to plan on these things. And here's the thing, Joe, I, I, I said this to a young lady called me today about one of our 401k plans. And she's like, Ben, I really got to get this thing going. I'm 34. And I'm just treading water right now. And I said, mm. I said, well, there's two ways to live your life. There's easy, hard life and the hard, easy life. <laughs> and you've probably heard this before, Joe. And I, yep. I love this saying. And the easy, hard life is, is you put the things on autopilot. It's easy right now. Yep. And when things get hard, guess what? You end up folding like a cheap tent. <laughs> when, things get, when things are hard, when you, when you do the hard stuff first, and then you just coast into the finish line. Yeah. And, and you know what, Ben? Being proactive with benefits, it's, I think it's easy. I, I can understand why people don't do that. But I think if you take a step back and you realize what benefits truly are for you as, as the employee, it's additional compensation. I mean, imagine, Ben, if I said, hey, I'm going to pay you $150,000, but the last 25000 of that 150, you have to be proactive and come talk to me to get it. Would, would you go do that or would you just be like, oh, I'm, I'm just going to wait to the very end? Yeah, that's a, that's a great, that's a great <laughs> yeah. point, Joe, because uh, one of my bullet points here I wrote down was to, to talk about true compensation and how you actually calculate that. But let, before we get into that, let's talk about another big 
issue that we've seen when it comes to employees and that's duplication where they yes, have multiple yes. advisors doing the same thing. Multiple advisors or maybe your spouse or your partner has a certain benefit that you don't need or perhaps you already have coverage in one area and you sign up for something else because you don't understand what it truly covers. Um, I mean, look, nobody wants to pay two times the amount for two times the benefit that you can only use once, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, so, I, you know, when we talk about avoid duplication, I like to use the term coordinate. And, and when we sit down with clients, that's one of the things we do is we look at what they have, the benefits they have, and, and coordinate that with the benefits through their employer. Yeah, and, and, and you have to include your spouse in that. I think that's a you good do. point. Because yeah. Because your spouse works at a different company. They've got different benefits. And you may be entitled to benefits on her, his or her plan, and vice versa. And and having that game plan, you avoid that duplication. And yeah. and Joe, I don't I don't need to tell you this, but we have somewhat of a retirement problem in America. I don't know if you've read no. about it or whatever. <laughs> so if you're duplicating, that's all money that can go into your retirement plan. Exactly. And give you a and give you a heck of a nice lifestyle at retirement. So we've got to focus on duplication. And and, yeah. it, and if you don't, if you're out there and you're listening to this and you don't know if you have duplication you want us to look at it reach out to us reach out to joe and uh, we'll give you our contact information at the end of the end of the show and we'll look at it for you we'll tell you at least what you have yeah and i'll give you one i'll give ben i'll give you one quick example um you probably see this a lot too and it's um you know life insurance and then there's also something called accidental death and dismemberment and that's a benefit that i see that the ad and d is what it's called i see it all the time and the challenge is is that the the cost is usually pretty low relative to other things on your benefits list. The problem is, is that if you already have life insurance, you don't need AD&D. That's essentially additional life insurance that has very, very strict uh, restrictions on how it's going to pay out. Basically, it has to be accidental death, not just any kind of death. So you could forego the AD&D and reroute that money that you would have paid in that premium, put it in your 401k plan. That's a perfect, that's a perfect example, Joe. We just had that happen. An employee, one of our clients passed away and uh, had, had AD and D and it wasn't through us. It was through somebody else. And that, that contract didn't pay. It didn't pay yeah. out because he died of a heart attack. Yeah. What an accident. Yeah. It wasn't an accident. Yeah. Yeah. I accidentally had a heart attack. I mean, I guess yeah. I don't want to make that argument, but, yeah. but in the eyes of the insurance, like, nope, it wasn't nope. a car wreck. You didn't fall off a ladder. You know, you you didn't accidentally shoot yourself and you know, that kind of stuff. <laughs> I, I, guess, I guess his heart was dismembered from him technically. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. That, that, yeah. That would, that would be, uh, that would be a bad thing. So we, yeah. we, so we don't, we, we, we're big into gun safety here for people. Yeah. But that goes back, Ben, to the first step we were talking about. We need to learn what the benefits, not only what you have available, but what they actually are. That's perfect. And, that's and the, perfect. Name, the name of the benefit usually doesn't describe it that well, unfortunately. Yeah, that, you know, Joe, that's another thing. Do not get confused. Uh, there are people out there who all they do is think about how to sell you stuff. That you don't how need. How to make something sound really good. You got to dive into the D the devil's in the details. You got to yep. dive into the details and read that fine print. Uh, Joe, just to tell you, I read a, I read an annuity contract the other day. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> 312 pages in that prospectus. And you read every page. <laughs> Say that again. Say that again. You read every page. No, I didn't read. No, every no, page. no. Who yeah. the heck would read 312 pages of junk? But <laughs> what I will tell you is I, I read the important parts, but the key is, how many devils are you thinking in those details? Yeah. I mean, my gosh, guys, that's the kind of stuff. I, I called the client and I said, hey, listen, this sounds really good, right? So they made this sound great. 
why do they need 312 pages to explain it? Yeah. And she was like, that's a great point. Anyways, the devil's in the detail. So Joe, last, last topic here, last bullet point here uh, to keep us on track for time. Um, do benefits count as compensation? Uh, I would say yes, but not, not all benefits, not necessarily. Just, just because something's available to you doesn't mean it's going to add to your compensation. But, but there are some benefits that definitely do. And I think that that's, especially maybe when you're fresh out of school and you're looking at, at, at where you're going to work, that's one thing you need to take into consideration. You know, whatever your salary is, you need to figure out what the true uh, monetary value is of the various benefits that you are receiving. Um, and Ben, that can be kind of hard. I mean, in some ways it's easy. For example, a 401k, you can say, hey, I get a match. It's dollar for dollar up to 3%. You can figure that out and say, okay, that's, that's like having X amount of more salary. Yeah. But other benefits, it's kind of like, well, if I buy life insurance through the employee, the, excuse me, the employer, it's not so easy to calculate, well, how much premium am I saving versus doing it on my own? And maybe you can't figure out if that's extra compensation or that's maybe uh, a little bit of waste, if you will. Yeah, yeah, Joe. I think I think the point is is that some of it does count. There is a way to calculate it. There if, is, there if is. Anybody out there wants to truly know what their benefits, the value of it, and 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 what you would have to do if you actually went out on your own to replace those benefits. You know, we can actually have that conversation yeah. with you. And uh, Joe, I've actually heard of employees who take jobs because they want to. And uh, you know, if you're if you're a um, I'm, I'm gonna use a technician and you get paid hourly, and you're like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go there because I get 50 cents more. Yeah. Well, 50 cents more on 2000 that's $1,000, Joe, of, of yeah. actual compensation. That sounds like a pretty good deal. Oh, but you know what? They don't match 401K. They don't yeah. do all these other things. Next thing you know, you actually took a pay cut. Yep. Because of all the benefits that were provided. Uh, you know, and, and that's the last thing we want is for anybody to uh, – yeah. to make a, make a decision and, and, and move because they think they're getting paid more and they, their compensation may go up, but the total, their total comp when you include the benefits goes down. So again, yeah. if, if you want to, if you want to kind of get a, get an idea of what that is and what that looks like for you, we're, we're more than welcome to help you with that. And, uh, and it's something that we do because we, we, we want to help, help everybody out there make good decisions. Yeah. So, so. And, and Ben, going back to that, uh, the tech example, ideally, wouldn't he be looking for, he or she be looking for the job that has the best owner? The yeah, be- I mean, the would, best independent pharmacy. Yeah, I mean, you would think, you would think that'd be the case, Joe. I, I will say that a lot, a lot, there are a lot of situations out there where certain certain types of pharmacies and stuff like that are just able to offer, yeah, offer more comprehensive benefits. Yeah. So, so let's talk about that, Ben. On, on the on the owner side, how do, how does how does the owner decide on the benefits that That's they a, they want to provide? That's a great point, uh, Joe. We all have limited budgets, uh, you know, you know, independent pharmacy owners, you know, you're not Walgreens and you're not CVS. You don't have those humongous budgets that we can just go in and say, Hey, we need a couple million dollars to do another benefit. Yeah. So the idea is we got to set a budget. Let's set a budget, a reasonable budget, one that's fair to the employer, you, the owner and fair to the employees. So how do you figure out what's fair then? Well, Joe, I mean, you can benchmark it. Yeah. There's benchmark studies out there. Uh, we know, we, you know, we've dealt with hundreds of pharmacy owners and worked with hundreds of owners and helping them set up, you know, you know, really healthy benefits packages. So we can give you an idea of what you need to spend mm-hmm. on your benefits bag. The key there, Joe, is how do we create value? You know, yeah. Once we determine the number, it's creating value for that. And, and, and 
I want everybody owner out there. If you're an owner, I want you to listen to this because it's so important because every study I've ever read has confirmed this. The things that we value, we, we actually project that onto our employees. So we value it. So the employees are going to value it. Mm. And that's a huge mistake when it comes to benefits packages. Well, yeah, I would hate as an owner to offer a benefit that nobody signs up for. Well, Joe, it happens all the time. It happens, yeah. not, not even that, Joe. They sign up for it and they don't understand it. Or use it, yeah. Or use it. <laughs> it's a benefit. We want them to use it, right? We want yeah. that. Yeah. So, so again, so our, our thought process is let's find out what really is valuable to the employees. Let's create one that fits. Let's create a benefits packages around that that fits our budget. Now we've got something that's truly valued People are, people are sitting there and they're saying, oh, I, he understands what I want, how, what's going, what matters most to me as, as an employee. You know, and, and, Joe, and Joe, that's that's a more efficient way to use well, your resources rather than – and, you know, you know, Joe, you know, the other thing that's really important that, that I, I, I love this topic because when I explain this to owners, they, I, they kind of get that deer-in-the-headlights look like, wow, <laughs> whole, everything I've ever thought has been just been backwards – most people tell me, well, my people won't do more. They won't. I can't get them to do more unless mm. I pay them more. Yeah. You know, I can't. I, if I had a nickel for every time I heard that, man, you and I would be in the Caribbean somewhere right now. <laughs> but you know what? You know what's amazing? It's because we assume that to get our employees to do more, we've got to pay them more. Yeah. And that's not the case. Pay is always fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth in every list. study yeah. on what's valued, most mm. valued. So benefits. what's number one? Benefits like what, Benefit. what, yeah. Well, actually, believe it or not, health insurance is number one. But sure. we live in a world now where health insurance is just completely, almost completely unaffordable. Yeah. So we actually operate. We actually go in and say, listen, let's throw health health insurance out. We'll figure out a way to take care of health insurance, whether it's through a stipend or something like that. Mm. But we're going to throw health insurance out. We're not even going to provide it. Let's operate with benefits outside of health insurance. And, and Joe, that's the number one most requested benefit. Still sure. is, probably always, ever will be, as long as our current health insurance system is structured the way it is. Um, but time off, mm. you know, you know, spend time with family and, and flexibility. Work from home. Yeah. If you've got employees that aren't, um, aren't technicians that don't need to be sitting there, you know, interacting with a patient, why not let them work, work from home one day a week? Yeah. I mean, they're, they're, you know, and give them time, you know, they, they can stay at home with their kids for one day a week. Yeah. Those types of things create tremendously valuable benefits packages. So do you, do you, do you offer, I mean, do you help owners put in benefits like that? More time off and stuff like that? Do you help them consider that? Yeah. Yeah, Joe, we do. And the way you do it is you, you actually get in there and you, you dig in and you actually find out what the employees want. What they want, huh? Because I, I tell you what, Ben, I'd rather have a day extra day off than, than AD&D insurance. I, I agree. I agree. <laughs> I agree, Joe. I mean, you know, Joe, and you understand AD&D and how, you know, how sometimes it can be just uh, just an added cost that you know one's ever going to get paid a benefit. Yeah, yeah. You understand that. But somebody out on, on the line who we're talking to here, you're sitting there and you're trying to make a decision. You're thinking you're going, I'm going to give these people this, 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 this. I will tell you this, if you're dealing with a, um, the younger generation, I'm not going to use millennial, that's what I'm talking about, but yeah. the idea, you're dealing, they, a lot of them aren't even motivated by money. I'm going to yeah. give you an extra $2. No, 
they, they yeah. want more time off. More they time want, off or yeah, even you know, more, more responsibility even. Or, yeah, or, you know, how about this? How about this? One of the great things everybody out here, every owner can do for their – millennials are the most charitable. They give more of their time to charities hmm. than, than any other generation, Joe. It, it's an incredible thing. Millennials are so giving and they want to help and serve others. So how would that be a benefit? How would you – so, so one of the things that we've done at our company is any of our staff, we give two what we call volunteer days. Hmm. And you have to actually go volunteer. You can't go to the beach and say, I volunteer. <laughs> you actually got to go and you got to get something signed off that says, sure, hey, I, sure. I came and volunteered. But Joe, does that cost us any more money? No. So we, got, we, have to, we have to compensate and we gotta, we've got to cover for that person while they're gone. But, but that's all, that's all money that's allocated in our budget for pay. Yeah. We just got to cover for two days. Did yeah. that increase my payroll? No, no, not one bit. So there are benefits out there that you can do as an owner that that's going to allow you to, um, to really create value and, 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 um, and stay within your budget, which is most important. So, uh, Joe, the last thing, the last thing I want to talk about, cause we're coming up on time here and then yeah. we, need, we need to close out is, doesn't matter what you do. I don't care how good your benefits are. If you don't communicate them. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. And, and that's and I, just like we were talking about the employee. The first step is you got to learn, you got to understand. And the last step with the owner is you got to communicate. That's so right. It, t- it ties in. Yep. Yeah. An uncommunicated benefit is no benefit at all. And, <laughs> I mean, yeah. that's, if they don't know how to use it, they don't value it because they don't even know it exists. Yeah. And, and Joe, I cannot tell you how many times I talk to employees and like, we don't even know what we don't have. even know. So yeah. how, how, do you, how do you help owners and help communicate? What's, yeah, we, what's what some we, good ways? What we do, Joe, is we do every year we do what's called a benefit statement. And we usually recommend you put it in with their last paycheck or you do it at their um, annual employee kind of evaluation. Mm. And you go over it with them and say, this is your true compensation. We did this for you. Let me tell you, let me tell you what are two benefits, Joe, and then we'll wrap this up. Two benefits that you don't even know are benefits, unemployment insurance and workers comp. Hmm. Now that's government mandated stuff. Yes. But Joe, if, if, if an employee went out on his or her own and started their own business, they're going to have to provide that for themselves. You putting that in, somebody gets hurt at work, they can go get workers comp. That's a benefit to them. So if, how about this, Joe? Matching FICA. Mm-hmm. You put in 7.65 as, as the, as the, at, at the company level, they match 7.65. That's the help fund Medicare. Yeah, I was just thinking that. So if you're, if you're a relief or if you're 1099, you may not get that. If you're, if you're, if you're relief for 1099, if you're a 1099 employee, Joe, um, you're, you're considered self-employed. You're going to have to do that yourself. You have to do it yourself. Yeah. 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 So, so I mean, there are a lot of people out there who are 1099, what I would do with it for them is I would, I would encourage them to try to become W2. So, mm. so again, I thought the thought process is, is that we, all these things are there to set up to create successful benefits packages, Joe. And uh, you can, you as an owner can set one up and you as an employee can, uh, can find out what you have and really work these things and create successful, successful outcomes with this. So Joe, wrap it up, man. How do they get in touch with you, my man? Uh, you can reach me. My email is joe at pharmacistfinancial.com or uh, you can text me 512-294-7046. And what about you, Ben? 
Uh, ben at waypointus.com is my email and 843-810-3983 is my cell phone. Feel free to reach out to me anytime. Text me is better. I'll call you back. I promise. Uh, Joe, any final, any final thoughts before we go? Keep, keep it short, my man. Um, if you have benefits and you're not sure what you have, give us a call. We can help you look over it. We'll do it for free. Just help you out, understand what you got. Absolutely. And if you're an owner out there, same thing, call us. We'll help you design a benefits package. We do it complimentary. We want, we want you guys to be successful and uh, we want the success of, of, of pharmacists and the pharmacy profession to, to last for many generations. Yes. Thank you all, Jose. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good day. Interested in learning more about maximizing your income and living a financially free lifestyle? Contact the Income Outcome Show today to learn more about your financial possibilities and best practices in managing your money to create opportunities for lasting wealth. Go to PharmacyPodcast.com under the contact section and send us a message and we'll get back to you within 24 hours. Thanks for listening to the Income Outcome Show, a podcast publication part of the Pharmacy Podcast Network. 